Back with Vershawn Jackson, powered by Bauer, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. First time in history. Shout out South High School. We got somebody in the Final Four. When have, have you got anybody in the Final Four at your high school? I don't know. We got plenty of national titles, champions down there. No, I'm quite sure you do. What about you, Bob? I don't Final know about four? a Final Four. I'd have to I'd have to d- dive deep into the Lincoln Southeast records and see. Mm. Chase B says, act like you like each other until he signs on a dotted line. <laughs> what do you mean we like each other? He like. Don't listen to Terrell. He says all that stuff. I'll be in. I'll be. You know he loves. I'll be in UGA for his visit. That's a lie. Hey, I got connections. And maybe we could go like set up something to make Georgia look worse while we're. Yeah, I go down there and start a fight in the club. Yeah, that's right. You gonna bail me out? You heard me? I'm gonna paint my face like a bulldog and say, "Dillery all the socks." You know, just 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 terrorize him. Cut his mic. But I'm gonna be a Georgia person. His mic. Cut it. Uh, because good. you don't you ever say that on the mic again. He didn't understand the question I was saying. Today, I don't care bro. what the question is. You don't. <laughs> you I was helping the university. You don't use Dylan and go, suck in the same sentence. I was going to go as pose as a University of Georgia fan. I was going to paint my face like a bulldog and wear all sorts of Georgia gear. Right, that's what I'm saying. You're a flip flopper. That's not a flip. <laughs> that's I'm helping the that, That's called helping. No, it's not. You putting on a Georgia anything and talking about helping recruit Dylan to Nebraska is not helping. That is him. You keep your butt right here in Lincoln. No, I'm going to Athens. And you, you put on a Husker. <laughs> you dress up as Little Red and go talk to Dylan. Here. Hey, Bring little game. man. How you doing? You want to sit on my lap? Whatever. <laughs> mm, you sound right. Headhunter says, oh, come on, guys. Talking to all those kids make me want a vow of celibacy. <laughs> or just some um, protection, maybe. I don't know. Okay, so uh, the American <laughs> Nightmare says this. He says, VJ. If you pour any glass glasses of Kool-Aid before the season, I'm putting hot sauce in it. Mmm. Chocolate milk. I'm not pouring any Kool-Aid. I'm not pouring any Kool-Aid. We need to beat Minnesota. Can we do it? I don't know. But you know what I'm doing? I will go on a, on, a, on a limb. I like what I'm seeing. I like the way we're moving. I like practice. Now, the... The young men, the athletes, have got to continue to work, right? And and it just goes to show you how it's not going to be – it's not going to happen overnight, man. It's not. It's not going to happen overnight. But they are – they're stripping them down to the foundation and just rebuilding them as football players. You yeah, got to love that. Yeah, not a bad team. This, this Like I said earlier, this, this is not a rebuild team right here. This is just, you know, putting some X's and O's in the right places and – and and getting the team to believe in themselves. So, you know, this this team is capable of winning though. Yeah. Spencer says, gotta get him in by spring. The floodgates will open. Quarterbacks always commit early. What do you guys think we need to do to be able to get Dylan to commit? I don't know, man, because I don't know if it's a true commitment in college football anymore. I just don't believe in a true commitment from college football athletes these years this these days because so much flip-flopping you're not happy here you get a chance to leave you know the, the only good thing about it is that the ncaa made a rule that if you transfer two times you have to sit out a year so that's the best probably scenario they they could do but i don't think any kid is just, I, I don't believe in that so far yet 
Well, I think the, the good thing with Dylan, given that he's the number one player, at least you don't have to wait for like the the golden offer to come, right? Sometimes kids will commit to Nebraska and then they're in state main school offers, and then okay, well now I'm I'm, I'm disinterested. Um, so I mean, I, I mean, all the options are already on the table for Dylan to get him to commit. I don't I don't know. I, I mean, he's been very, or, or at least his camp has is, is kind of said after the Ohio State thing, they they really want to take their time. They don't want to decommit again. You know, I, I don't think that's a look that they necessarily liked, um, but it was just, you know, kind of how things played out. And so, you know, sometimes, I, I don't know, if, if you guys were, were kind of going through the process again, do you like the idea, and, and especially in, in today's world, would you like the idea of committing early and starting the recruiting? And, I mean, I, I mean that's ideal, but sometimes, you know, you make a, a, a plan – you know, 12 months in advance or 15 months in advance. Um, and then, you know, you kind of see things play out and then, then you have a different choice. You don't want to be stuck uh, just because your word and you already committed somewhere without signing. We want him to sign early. <clears throat> I, I, I don't even care where he goes. If he signs, I have, I have no doubt in my heart that he will come. I, I don't believe his dad just as a dad. Okay, I understand him as a dad. I don't believe that his dad will allow him in this situation to sign and then not come. Now, Ohio State, different story. Again, the kid was here at Nebraska, wanted to come to Nebraska, but somehow, some way, there were certain situations that went on that soured him. That's probably the reason why he was able to say, yeah, I'm going to Ohio State, why they were still, right? That was way early. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's coming back on campus, they open back up recruiting. I just think if he says I'm coming to Nebraska, he's coming. Because the earlier, the better, the more we can start recruiting, the more he can start getting other four- and five-star guys to, to jump on the bandwagon. Well, it's interesting, too, because the the offense that you kind of – that we perceive – Nebraska to have this year, you would you would assume to be different if Dylan comes in, right? I think it's kind of similar to what, what Satterfield had um, out there with Spencer Rattler, where you know you, they're they're going to change their offense based on the the abilities of their quarterback, the abilities of their players. Um, so I think it's it, it's kind of interesting because I think we're all kind of envisioning a pro style offense, and, and Matt Rule's already said kind of like bleeding out the clock in the fourth quarter, and I love it. That's what I would love to see at Nebraska. But all of a sudden, you know, that changes a little bit if you've got a, a guy with the special abilities of, a, you know, a number one quarterback. And, and obviously he's got to develop, and I'm not saying he's started from day one or anything, but, um, you know, you can kind of envision that happening, especially if you add some of these you know, four or five-star wide receivers. This was just, um, you know, it was a modern-day offense that was going to um, be great, and they thought they were going to get all these yards and stuff, um, but they never got the basics right. They were never disciplined. I think this, you know, this route, Set in the discipline, um, and then you know you can get fancy from there. All right, VJ, you 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 went to practice. Um, Jeff Sims, how you look? Uh, I didn't pay a lot of attention to it. it like I said, there was so much going on, and I was looking at the physical aspects. I was kind of over with the defensive backs, linebackers, those kind of people like that, tight ends, watching that. I didn't really get into it. I thought when I did some of the stuff I did see, it seems like he moves well. You know, and and uh, I think he's just big. He's bigger than I thought he was. You know what I'm saying? I, he's about six three. Yeah, I bet he's about six three. Still about one ninety, huh? He looks bigger than that. Though. He probably one ninety, but I'm saying he looks bigger yeah. than maybe he is. Um, but I thought he moved well. I thought all the quarterbacks moved well. I thought, I thought the guy who stuck out to me was that dog on Harburger. Hmm. Where's he from? I call him Harburg. Yeah, Heinrich Harburg. Where's he from? <laughs> from Corny. Yeah. 
What about the Richard Torres? He, he Torres is big, gunslinger, big arm, big arm. Still, I, I all the quarterbacks to me just kind of look. They look. They all look good. I mean, you're not in live action, and and I wasn't focused on them, so I can't give you an assessment of what I really think about them. Could I tell you who the starter is? I don't know. You know what I mean? Are they still in really half pads anything. and stuff? Uh, t- yesterday was actually in full pads the other mm. day. So I'm just simply saying I think we'll learn more about this football team. Um, the entire team is learning a new system. So is it spring break now for them? Is this when they took it off? Uh, I think spring break was before the oh, okay. before they jumped into yeah, session. I think we got practice yeah. still rolling. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, practice is uh, tomorrow. So, I, I want to touch on this, but I want to read this real quick. Early break used to be my favorite segment on 93.7. The Captain Show has no doubt taken the top spot for me. Can't tell you guys how many times I giggle in the fastest two hours of radio. Keep going, fellas. There it is. We got one. One at a time. We got, hey, we got one out of a thousand. I will take it. <laughs> now, the rest of you guys, when he hit on board, like 117,000. <laughs> We're trying to fight with Stephen Simple and Bill Bush and Jake. Fins down. Drizzlefish says Matt Hill played in the Elite Eight, Lincoln Southeast. Oh yeah, I went to high school with Matt Hill, but I don't, I don't know if he ever went to the Final Four. No, Elite Eight. Yeah. Elite Plus, eight. yeah. Ten sixty nine says the black shirt should just give. VJJ, a knuckle sandwich already. Y'all not even Twitter homies. Ten sixty nine, show yourself. You like how you you like you like putting VJ on text. I see. I go back now and I'm looking. and I'm like, oh, VJ and VJ and uh, VJ and the, wow, ten sixty nine. Wow, you really like VJ, don't you? Brad from Baldwin said this. How about the tight ends? <laughs> What's funny? I'm just, it's your mind out the gutter. I'm not. I'm not. It's just something okay. I remember. Speaking to you, but you, what go, you, you remember? You go ahead. Can you tell it on the air? <laughs> no. Okay. Don't. All right. Anyway, thank you, Bach. <laughs> Bach. I can't even throw it to Bach. Throw it to commercial. <laughs> right. This dude. I'm, I'm out. Y'all. Golly, this is. You guys. You, you, I mean, we're on the radio. Right. Really? Text lines haywire. Terrell's haywire. <laughs> Everybody's haywire. All right. All right. We'll be back here on the captain after the short messages.